1: Hey everybody, In this episode of Box Office Breakdown, Kong rules not only Skull Island, but also the box office. Let's do it. Welcome to Popcorn Talk, featuring movie discussion, news, and interviews. Popcorn Talk, we talk movies. And now, here's Popcorn Talk's Box Office Breakdown. Hey everybody, welcome to Box Office Breakdown. Of What's course, up? this is the show that we, look, uh, we like to look back at the box office that was, and then we...
2: I would love to have it where they could call in and like say it too. <laughs> ah.
1: Hey, call in and just like leave your best prognosticate. Yes, and well, then you we know, like Jack
2: does like the, all the people saying Jack, Jack FM and everything. Yes. Would you guys like that? That'd be so funny. Like <laughs> leave, leave a, a voice, leave a message and be like, prognosticate, prognosticate, prognosticate. Oh, then we'd,
1: yes, we make a little, a little yes. compilation. There you go. All that hot prognosticating. Yeah. Oh,
2: we can't really have the chat up. Our TV thing wasn't working.
1: Uh-oh. Uh, oh, no.
2: I'm going to pull it up on my phone.
1: No worries. All right. Anyway, folks, yes, we yes. have a show that we will prognosticate about the box office that lies ahead. I'm one of your hosts, Frank Moran. You can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at HappyGoJackie.
2: And my name is Carrie Lane. You can find me online at Carrie D. Lane. That's K-A-R-I-D-L-E-N-E. if you're watching this live, this is what we're trying to get right now, is get the live chat up and going. And if you're watching this later, comment down below on your thoughts on the box office because we had a lot of people last week uh, do a good job of saying uh, your order predictions.
1: Oh, I like that. Yes. Yeah, so. uh, and of course, uh, we would not be complete without the third person of this mighty team. Ooh. We've got Neil
0: laying out, laying out in the booth. Uh-huh. you just laying, laying out in the booth, Neil? Oh, yeah. I'm just uh, taking a break. <laughs> <laughs> i got a hammock set up here. I'm just getting ready to lounge and catch a few Z's.
1: Oh, perfect. Mm. The Mai Tai in hand or maybe a pina colada?
0: It's a penis, Colossus.
1: Ah, perfect.
0: Okay, then.
1: I will to turn Colossus, that works out perfectly for the stuff that we're going to be talking about in just a moment. But before we do that, folks, of course, you can always like us on Facebook. Give us those five stars on iTunes. Subscribe to the YouTube channel. Yes. And as Carrie mentioned, hop in the chat. We got it yes. going. Yes share your thoughts about everything that's box office related and we're we'll mm-hmm. gonna jump right into it we got a top five this week from the box office and of course uh <laughs> number one film is a subject of this week's box office bet uh we bet on kong skull island uh i went 75 uh neil went 88 carrie lane went 38 38, 38.
2: and i actually didn't lose we're no. going so low. But you know, it's funny, um, I had um, someone message me on Facebook, and apparently, though, if I had said that was a number for Logan, then I would have been spot on, pretty much. No,
1: well, I guess if we I
2: know, just- wrong movie. That's what I meant. <laughs> yeah, no. I, but it was. I didn't feel horribly off on the numbers. Oh,
1: but, look at that. You know. uh, well, Kong Skull Island did $61 million domestically. I think it was a little shorter than what the uh, studio was hoping for.
2: Could be better overseas.
1: It, yeah, it was. it's doing well overseas, but yeah. I think it's still, given how much they want, they put into it, I think they were hoping for at least like 75 or so this week. Mm. Yeah. Uh, all right, right. Let's. Uh, did that, you see Kong? I did not. Well, as the loser of the bet, uh, Neil ended up, he went a little too high. Like Chris, he went too close to the sun hmm. and his wings melted a little bit, but I already know that Neil saw this film. So Neil, yes, what Neil, did you tell think? Us.
0: It is not that good.
2: Oh. Can you elaborate without spoiling stuff if people still do want to risk it?
0: Oh, uh, yeah, sure thing. It um the direction was poor. Mm. It seemed like the director didn't really know what he wanted. Mm. Uh sometimes it just sort of cut to random shot like slow-mo Michael Bay shots. Mm. Uh actually my fiance Alexis Torres had a really good analogy. She said it, so- it seems like the director was trying to be um, Edgar Wright and Peter Jackson at the same time, mm. and it just didn't work out.
1: Yeah, it's. Uh, I saw it as well, and it's. Uh, it was fine. fine. I had really high hopes for this movie, and it's just it's fine. Do
2: you think maybe that ruined it for you, that having the high hopes? Uh,
1: I don't know. I mean, it's certainly. I feel like a lot of the characters, like Tom Hiddleston, uh, Brie Larson, I felt, and Neil. Did you do you agree that I felt like their characters barely sketched out?
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah,
0: we didn't even really need them at all. They could have been one character.
2: Oh. They
0: they could have just given Tom Hiddleston um, a camera and then just that would have been it. Well, yeah.
2: since you guys saw it, all in the chat, would you agree with this comment um, for the gentlemen who've seen it? The human characters were useless, but the Kong parts were great.
0: The,
1: the special effects for Kong and the fight scenes I thought were awesome. Uh, I just wish that if you're going to go to the effort to put other human characters in there, at least give them something—a little bit of a character arc.
2: Mm. Neil,
0: I agree. Yeah, they um they started actually arcing a couple characters that they just lost. Oh, like they started to like do a deep. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night, ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. In the end, what will I become? Senwa Saga, Hellblade 2.
1: Play it now with Game Pass.
0: It's an arc for somebody and then just gacked them. And I'm like, okay, well, then what was the point of that?
2: Uh, Starger asked, was it better than the Jack Black King Kong?
0: Oof, man. uh, No, in my opinion, it wasn't better. That one at least had, like, respectable production quality. Like, they, they built 1920s New York in new zealand for that movie mm-hmm. and that it just on its own is respectful enough to bring it upon right bring it up top this one and it had the t-rex fight
1: yeah i mean mm-hmm. it, it's a longer film for sure uh sometimes maybe uh, people have, may say overly long but it there is uh at the end i mean you can't help but just you know just get emotional about the kong and at what his journey is i mean this you're just like hmm, okay that that was a movie i watched
2: Uh, Adelia said in the live chat, I loved Kong and the monsters. They were enjoyable. The characters were characters. Should have had fewer characters.
1: I will say probably the, uh, and Neil, uh, let me know if you agree. I thought like John C. Riley's character had the best arc and he's the one to watch throughout the
0: film. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. He's the, he's sort of the breakaway hit. Um, from, if you can even say that about John C. (laughs) Riley in this, in this movie, Mm -hmm. uh, what was also kind of cool is that, um, they had both. Uh, I, I don't remember the names off the top of my head, but the the two gentlemen that played parts in uh, Straight Outta Compton, the man who played um, Dr. Dre and also Eazy-E, mm. had mm-hmm. parts in this movie, and I thought that was really cool because I liked Straight Outta Compton, and they're fine actors. Okay. Yeah. And uh, you know, for
1: those of you that have not seen it, uh, just stay through the closing credits. There is a bit at the end as well that uh, ties it into a much bigger world. So. Okay. Yes, no,
2: I, I uh, s- s- stuck at home, but I did see uh, Dear White People, and I finished Casanova because we brought that up last week with uh, David Tennant. Uh, my final thoughts then on Casanova, it's a mini series for those of you wondering, but if you get on DVD, they do it's like one long piece. It started off slow, and I wasn't digging it. and like the middle to three quarters is the best part, and then the ending was okay. I wanted to like it more because of David Tennant. But uh, if you're a Doctor Who fan, it's pretty much if the Doctor loves sex. Like that's, mm. and was in specifically that time period because it's the same manner, mannerism, same, um, a lot of the same actors, very similar vibe. But it's a lot of the same people involved with both projects. So it was worth watching, but uh, I didn't love it.
1: Uh I but things that we watched I saw I watched most of Pixels.
2: <laughs> oh wasn't so that uh, I don't know what I was doing.
1: But it was on last night. For some reason I just like, ah, I'm just gonna keep watching this. And I did. Not a great thing. But uh for Kong Skull Island, the uh the promotional stuff, I feel like mm-hmm. uh I thought I thought this film did a good job of getting you psyched up to go see the movie. I wish the movie had Le- had uh, been as good as promotional material, and made it seem like it was going to be.
2: Apparently, a lot of people missed the post-con credit thing. I tweeted about. It. I didn't even see the movie, and I tweeted. So that's why you need to be following us. Come on, I was trying to help you out.
1: That's right. Look at hey, Carrie Lane doing a public service for you. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's uh, you know, it just sets up uh, as much as a, a much larger world. And mm-hmm. if you've been reading any of the trades, you can kind of get an idea of like what that ultimately is going to be. So.
2: Yeah, and then just real quick, because I didn't say my opinion on it, I did like Dear White People. I thought it was very interesting, and um, mm. they have a lot of fun extra features if you get it on DVD. Nice. From my library. So, guys, your only, library, Only from Carrie's library movies. will you get that, those, those
1: extra features. No. If you go to a regular but, library,
2: you're not going <laughs> to no, get No, but uh, I, Amber Plaster and Renee Ariel, who are also hosts here, they're doing marathons of movies that they haven't seen, so they did a Star Wars marathon, because neither of them had seen a single Star Wars movie, and they... Um, live stream it and they're doing Resident Evil now and I was like dude I got all of them if you want to borrow them because they were like oh good because I didn't know where I was going to find one of them so I'm like <laughs> I sent a photo I'm like no really I got
1: them all I got, I got them otherwise, all otherwise
2: come on guys the library it's for free uh, but that means you maybe have to go outside for some people <laughs> oh my
1: word uh, side mm-hmm. tension there do people because I feel like they're doing those reaction videos do people are the people still enjoying reaction videos uh
2: I think so, um, yeah. but theirs is different because they they stream themselves watching the entire movie, like on Periscope. So actually, that's something interesting for a question for you guys. Yeah, one reaction videos, do you guys care anymore? I agree, it's a good question of like, eh, I'd say it depends on what it is. Um, I, I have seen one video where it was a YouTube guy, and I totally forget who he is, but because uh, it was like a random one I stumbled across, but he did like trying not to laugh at a sequence of ones. And so it was fun watching him watch a bunch of videos and like trying to see his reaction. Though I was like, these aren't really that funny, but whatever. Um, And then the other idea is, would you watch people watch a movie you like? But they, the um, the other Buzz host, they they talk to the viewer a little bit while they're periscoping too. So they'll which me though as a film watching person, I'm like. No. I'm like one Thanks. if I there's no like distraction things allowed. There's no like on the phone really I try not to ever. And then if like someone talks I'm gonna I'm, I'll be like this. Pause.
1: Until you're done with your thought.
2: Til, okay. no, till we're done talking and everything. <laughs> okay, and then we're back. And so like the thought of the how I've watched some of it and I'm like, Oh, I couldn't do that. <laughs>
1: Uh, well, just for you folks who to wondering about reaction videos, Neil, on his YouTube page, he does reaction videos of uh, him during our show. Mm-hmm. Uh, so get ready for those. He's going to have a fresh one coming up just after this one uh, runs. So.
2: Uh, I think they're referring to uh, Kong, so back to that. Curtis in the chat says, it was a great, fun movie. I'm not having confidence in your critics of movies. So apparently he's not liking your guys' Fashion on Kong Skull Island.
1: No, you know it's if you want it. If you want to see a lot of cool fighting between giant monsters, yeah, then if that's all you want, then Kong's not going to disappoint you for that. But if you also would like to have some strong characters taking you throughout this journey, then that I think it, that you're going to fall short on that. Uh, and it's like if you're going to put those characters in, at least give them an arc for us to care about. Otherwise, mm-hmm. then drop all those characters and then just focus on big, huge monsters all the whole time.
2: Uh, Andrew in the chat says, The creature design is pretty great for uh, Kong's Island. Very inventive. And um, so that's cool. I mean, I, it's just one of those I, I haven't been able to really get out a whole lot lately. but uh, So that's why I have a lot of videos on home. However, a one for you guys, though, uh, that I will let you know once, because I will be seeing this and I'm trying to do my preemptive research, is for Ghost in the Shell, I have the entire... I have both the movies, the series... And I think I have this. There's like two versions of the series or whatever. But I, I have a lot of them. So I will be playing to watch all of that before seeing it. So I'll let you guys know how much it Ooh. measures up. Mm-hmm. I already rewatched the first movie. So now second movie and then the series. Because the series is technically before the movies.
1: Uh, but of course, given your strict, uh, as much as you can, no phones while you watch, you will not be like live tweeting your viewing experience.
2: No, I don't. No. No.
1: no got it. All right. I was gonna
2: say I'm like, do I actually? No, I have not really done live tweeting. Maybe I, like if I hear a ding on my phone, I'm watching something. It's all pause, hold on, read it, okay, and go back. <laughs> <laughs> but then I'm okay with pausing movies a whole lot if I'm at home. But a movie theater, absolutely not. That's definitely like
1: you want. No. You want to ask them to like you want stand up and say, could you could you pause? Can this we for pause a it for a
2: second? No.
1: I just get a really. Then I,
2: no. Then I want subtitles because I'm like I didn't understand what they said. Can they say it again, please? <laughs> That's like everything in subtitles that's sad. Because <laughs> I'm like, every, they either they talk too fast or something, and I just want to know exactly everything that's said. Because it's like somebody wrote it, somebody acted it, somebody directed it, somebody edited it. So almost effort went to it. I want to know exactly everything that's happening.
1: Yeah, sometimes I tell so like, you. I know it's yeah. very thorough and all. Yeah, it's, I feel like subtitles, then I'm like, I'm just reading this. And I'm like, I don't want to read this movie. I want to just watch it. It
2: depends. Maybe. Some I'll turn them off because if they're just too distracting, but some it's nice to just like, you're like, reading up and down and checking of because you're like wait what was that or you go back (laughs) Uh,
1: coming in at number two for our top five at the box office we have Logan another 37.8 million dollars
2: I did see Logan
1: oh fine nice what'd you think
2: I was gonna say I don't want to say any of my opinion on it though for people who haven't seen it yet because it's one of those things of like in talking about your opinion of a movie it will uh taint someone else's viewing of it like i had that for me for example this is not and i'm like wait saying this example doesn't say the same thing i'm like no but for this particular movie like i saw up and before i saw it people are like this is a sad movie it's so sad and i was like oh my goodness and up the old man's gonna die the whole movie and then the whole movie i was waiting for it to happen and they're like oh no it's just the beginning like him and his wife is so sad i'm like well I watched it the whole time. So nobody was saying... I, I was. Everybody's loving Logan, and I did like it. Don't get me wrong. I did. But there's just other stuff that I'm like... Whew. I wanted more, though, from the Mutant Kids. I did want more powers shown. Okay. There's a chase sequence, and I wanted more. But I did like what ones you did see, mm-hmm. which was very cool. Uh, Kid is amazing. And uh, seeing them as like, real people is awesome. And Patrick Stewart and Hugh... Uh, are amazing together, and it's adorable. And just, like, their interactions is so, like, fun. And now thinking of their interactions, like, after watching, it's just like, oh, they're so cute and funny together. (laughs) Because in the movie, it was fun to see them be, like, more uh, crass and whatever with each other, like, swearing at each other or whatever. And I guess it's extremely rated R, so I don't know any parents who would be like, yes, let's take our kids. When I went to the movie theater, they actually had a sign up that was like, parents, it's very rated R, like, warning Because they're just like, oh, superheroes. But it's a nice change for other superhero movies of like grungy and real and um, real consequences. And not just like, we are perfect and we're going to save the day. I
1: thought it was a nice, uh, much like uh, Captain America Winter Soldier. Mm -hmm. And this uh, taking the superheroes and grafting them onto other genres. Whether Mm -hmm. it be like a Cold War espionage thriller or uh, like a Spaghetti Western type structure. Mm-hmm. I feel like that uh, may be the future for more films and that uh, is just to kind of overlay them onto something else, too.
2: Yes. I think it's a good direction of where they're going, and it's a nice change of pace from what we've already seen. Uh, referring to the chat, Serenity says, you can do this, watch a movie with subtitles and rewatch it, uh, like watch it with or without, and then a way to learn languages. And I'm like, well, kind of, because if you're watching something in another language, you can learn words that way, but you won't learn, like, sentence structure because sometimes you know we translate it for ours um, uh, whatever language you're watching in but it's not the same thing or they change the people because speaking of that i watched a bollywood movie the other day called three idiots and that's excellent and super fun if you guys get a chance to watch it but that one i there's parts where sometimes they'll change cultural references they'll be like they'll describe an actor but i'm like that's not what they said, or something like that. Because there's another movie, someone's like, blah, blah, and Brad Pitt. And you're like, they didn't say Brad Pitt in the movie, but that's our frame of reference, or something. So, anyway.
1: How do you, how do you know people in Bollywood don't uh, adore Brad Pitt?
2: Well, the, because the actual word that's said in the movie is not that word, but the subtitle is, is what mm. I'm saying. Like, I'll, I'll, I'll hear a word, I'm like, that's not what they said. They so, could, anyway. That could
1: be their nickname for Brad Pitt. No. No? Okay. Yeah. Uh, coming to number three of the top five, Get Out. From Universal, another twenty-one million dollars.
2: Uh I still I do want to see that one, but still haven't gotten out to see it. Alright.
1: You haven't gotten out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh coming yep. uh, in number four, man, the shack holding on better than I thought it was going to do. Uh, another ten million dollars. And finally, rounding out the top five, the Lego Batman movie. Yeah, there's 7.8 million.
2: I'm not surprised, but somewhat, that The Shack is doing so well. Of Like, mm. well, then, good for it. Uh, I know someone who saw it, and they really liked it, and they really liked the book. So if you like the book, they l- enjoyed the movie. I don't know. I haven't asked anybody who's seen the just the film and not the book.
1: Although, if you take a look at the the, the rest of the top five, it definitely leans towards uh, other direction than The Shack. It's a nice counter-programming to it.
2: Sure, yeah, because that's the other thing, too, of like... Um, uh, just getting a little bit ahead of ourselves, but in previews for Beauty and the Beast and um, some of the controversy around that of the fact that they pointed out uh, a character is going to be gay and people are boycotting it and you're just like sitting there going, wait, what? what? And then I think about it. I'm like, I'm pretty sure when I saw the cartoon as a kid, I thought he was gay anyways, but it wasn't a thing that I cared about. I'm just like, yeah. well, he really likes the other guy a lot, like really admires him but whatever and maybe like some more but it's it's it's, it doesn't matter it's like totally a side plot um but it's just interesting people boycotting i'm like well then it's a people some people are just not gonna see a movie that doesn't fit with what they want which is fine that's why there's so many movies out there
1: but it's just like don't
2: don't boycott it don't be all like angry
1: well yeah but like at least see it and then know if it's something that you want to boy don't boycott something you've not seen.
2: Semi I still a tangent but guys mm, this was a thing going around on Facebook a family that's boycotting going to Disneyland because that Beauty and the Beast new development and then I'm like how does that have anything to do together and Disneyland is really not going to care
1: it's just like you know see it if you don't want your kids to see it then see it yourselves yeah see go what check it, is. it screen it yes yeah. and then and then make your decision based on that mm-hmm. don't just hear from somebody else yes. that there's this and then just all of a sudden rush to judgment or assumptions and all this yeah. Uh, all right. So uh, speaking of beauty and the beast, we'll get to that a little bit more, uh, yes. further in a moment. Uh,
2: Alvin said, "LOL at people boycotting movies. Go ahead. These movies are going to make enough money without you. This is true. It's like I'm pretty yeah. sure they'll do fine.
1: <laughs> I don't know. I think like they're going to. You know, they, they might not make that. You know, billion dollars. They'll just come like, <laughs> you know, about like forty dollars short. And like, oh, if only we hadn't lost that family of four. <laughs> Damn it. What have we done? Uh, talking international numbers." Kongsil Island stomped into offshore play this weekend, planting an $81.6 million footprint at the international box office. It uh, was on 20,400 screens in 65 markets and ranked number one in most majors, including the UK, Korea, Russia, France, and Germany. The total uh, global total is $142.6 million. Now, it also faced off again with Wolverine in many markets, uh, and Logan, in fact, landed another $70.3 million for an overseas total of $285.6 million, yeah. points, th- $436.6 million worldwide. The uh, the second week has a 56, 56% drop from opening, uh, but it's been Fox's and Marvel's well uh, most well-reviewed R-rated pick tracking nicely versus other X-Men titles, yeah. which... I don't know. I don't think that's that hard, given some of these last few X Men films. Sure. Uh, now, while Warner Brothers. Happy with the star for King Kong over or Kong overseas, as word of mouth works in favor of this positively reviewed adventure, uh, at least one rival distributor calls it a very good launch considering Logan's sharp claws. However, some saw it opening higher, and that the 185 million dollar production budget budget and estimated 136 million dollars for. Uh, For uh, publicity and advertising, uh, cast a long shadow on it. So, Hmm. uh, I mean, yeah, the the marketing campaign was extensive for that. So you got to recoup that investment. So, yes, uh, it'll be interesting to see how how long it lasts at the box office. I mean, when you got Beauty and the Beast and Power Rangers, and I guess Ghost in the Shell. I don't know. I feel like Ghost in the Shell of those three is probably the one that's going to pop the least. I think.
2: Well, Beauty and the Beast, you get the family market, and you have the nostalgia working for you. So those are huge draws. Uh, Power Rangers, same thing: family, nostalgia. Going to totally get because you're going to either get the people that are family, so you can take the group, or you're going to have the people that watch those and have like an attachment, so they're going to go. Ghost in the Shell, it does have a huge following; is very popular uh, manga and anime, but. Uh, It is not necessarily for everyone because it is more on violent and it's very, um, you know, just not, I don't see everyone like flocking to it, though it is Scarlett Johansson, which is probably one of the big reasons that they're like, hey, let's use her. Uh, So we'll see. Hmm.
1: Is Scarlett Johansson enough to draw you into a movie, especially a movie of like that, like a big action adventure movie? I'm thinking like Lucy. I mean, she did that. Although I did go see that in the movie theater as well. So, but, so I, yes. but But was it so much her? I think it was uh, more like... Uh, it's uh, the director. Lu- Lupasson. Lupasson. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think it was more him than it was her.
2: Uh, but that's if you actually know that's a French director and who he is. So, Yeah. Uh, I think she's probably one of the few female uh, character, act, like, action characters that is doing a whole bunch of movies like that, that people are going to be like, oh, yeah, we'll go see her in that kind of a thing. Because uh, it's like, yes, there's some. Like, I watched we'll talk well trailers um lionel in the chat said lucy did well uh, i i did like it but i didn't love it uh i watched did you watch the trailer for rough yes what do you think
1: um i mean when you is keep, it
2: just rough or was it rough weekend
1: i think it's just rough some of that i fine yeah i don't know i mean you, you know if you like john wick and that style then i think you're definitely gonna like this is, it's one of the
2: first- no, no 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 okay we're talking about a different one the, and there's a new scarlett johansson movie called like rough weekend or something like
1: that oh i'm sorry i'm thinking the uh charlie's theron one yeah no, sorry no, no, my no. bad the uh no i that one no. okay
2: neil have you seen this trailer it's like rough yeah, weekend
0: for, uh, uh oh no i haven't
2: okay watch it and we can chat for next week but I, it's a, it's that one is having a promotional twitter ad thing all the time so i finally was like fine i'll watch your trailer because it's on facebook and twitter i think it's mainly on twitter but i just keep seeing it on my feed i'm like fine, i'll watch it no i'm sorry guys not nothing in that movie it's just it's been done before it's also like here let's do the girl version of it it's girls going on bachelorette twi- trip and And something goes wrong and then, like, just stupid behavior afterwards. So I'm just sitting there like. "Mm." A play for
1: laughs, I assume?
2: Yeah, it's all supposed to be funny and there's a lot of bigger and there's a lot of comedic actresses in it. I just was like. "Mm."
1: Well, because there's also that one that's with Queen Latifah and uh, Jada Pinkett Smith and a couple others. That also has that same kind of thing where it's like they're going out doing, um, I think, a bachelorette party is uh, it a
2: drama then no it's a it's oh a, it's comedy well yeah. then, then here's the white version of it it's her oh. and her white friends um I just ugh she wears a sash yeah. I saw it the trailer in the looks rough yeah cause it's something like rough I think it's just rough but oh and then there's another one um ba- uh baby heist
1: oh the Edgar Wright film
2: yes baby
0: driver baby, baby driver. driver
2: thank you that looks cool well, see then you go there's my taste in movies i saw like it's like stupid female comedy thing i'm like see it doesn't win me over just because they're girls i'm like but it looks dumb it's just not my kind of humor because i don't like that we're just going to do stupid stuff and that be funny or put people in awkward situations and then that's automatically funny i just i don't like it um but baby driver i'm like yes like that looks fun and uh exciting so
0: i'm excited for that one did you guys watch that trailer
1: uh i've not yet i Anybody? saw that it had been dropped oh, and okay. i gotta watch it yet.
0: Did you like it? Oh, yeah. I'm very excited right. for that. I've been ta- Everyone in the booth here is sick of me talking about it.
1: <laughs> uh, and Neil, mm-hmm. perhaps I can't remember the name of the show Oh, Shirley the Rough Theron.
2: Night. Thank you. So it's called the Rough Night, I guess, for the um, Bachelor party.
1: Isn't isn't the Charlie's Theron one, is that called Rough? No. Is, what's it?
0: Atomic Blonde. Atomic Blonde. Oh, so that's close. another new one. I was so close. I, I
2: haven't don't... watched that trailer yet, though.
1: Yes, Tomic Blonde. Uh, it's from one of the directors of the first John Wick film. They oh, okay. They split up.
2: Oh, yes, I thought I saw video. that they said that. And then um, the other trailer, which if you guys go see Logan, the trailer for Deadpool 2 is on there. However, there's another one on the internet that has extra stuff in it that I was surprised in the theater. I'm like, wait, you're cutting out some stuff that was really good. Why are we not? Okay, fine.
1: Yeah, and there's actually two different songs that play both for the online version and the theatrical version.
2: Oh, I don't hey, even think I noticed the song was different.
1: Yeah, when he's at the beginning, when he's on the Oh, headphones.
2: yeah, at the beginning. Okay, no, yeah. the biggest difference I noticed is Stanley makes a cameo on the internet one, but he doesn't make it in the theatrical theater one. Uh, I felt, oh, and then the ending with the older man, like how he talks with him is different too. Yeah. So You but, mean your um, close personal cool. friend Stanley? Yeah. <laughs>
1: if you saw that photo, <laughs> you saw my photos on Twitter right?
2: and Instagram. Yes. Uh, there's well there's a documentary if you guys get to see it with great power. It's about a documentary on Stanley and I I had worked at Comic Con as a volunteer and then I worked it was like staff volunteer with talent. And then I got to work with the Stanley documentary crew multiple years as they filmed the documentary. So every time they went back, I got to go with them and be like a pretty much like a PA on it and stuff. And awesome. One year help with the screening. So it was really cool. Oh, look at that. You know, went to the club with Stanley. It's all good.
1: It went to the club. <laughs> I have a photo
2: of us in a club together. <laughs>
1: ah, Getting uh, get, get battle service
2: no. with Stanley?
1: Stan, with Stan, Stan no, the Man, Excelsior. <laughs> <laughs>
2: blub, 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 no. no, no, no.
1: <laughs> uh, wrapping up our international news, uh, Lionsgate La La Land broke the th- uh, the 30 million milestone in the UK this weekend to become the, uh, become bigger than three of the Twilight movies and two of the Hunger Games films. And also, Resident Evil, the final chapter, crossed $300 million worldwide. And Disney's Moana opened to Japan, getting ready to sail across the $600 million global total. Look at that. So now, of course, coming up next week, we've got two films coming out. One a huge release one a little bit smaller uh, we've got Beauty and the Beast coming out from Disney uh, opening up in uh, four hundred four thousand plus theaters and then we've got the Belco experiment uh, from Bloomhouse and that's uh twelve hundred screens the well, the Belco experiment have you seen the trailer for that
2: I'm like oh, I should have looked ahead of time but nope
1: oh man it's uh, it's got what John maybe- C. McGinley in there from scrubs uh, he's in it a What's few it other about? people it's this company that uh Uh, All of a sudden, it becomes like an experiment that people do for everybody that works at this company. They shutter everybody in. Okay. uh, And they say, all right, if you kill three people, uh, then you can leave. And if you don't kill three people in this certain amount of time, then we'll kill like 20 people. Uh, And so they just keep raising the stakes of how many people do you have to kill or we will retaliate and kill this many more people.
2: So it's sort of... battle royale
1: sort of you're seeing what people are doing but that one is
2: you die but
1: yeah you you put everybody in a high pressure situation where it's kill or be killed and you see what happens
2: so will there be a twist at the end of like what was the point and everything i don't know
1: uh
2: yeah i think that could be interesting
1: uh, but, of course, before we get into that, so everybody, if you want to start ch- uh, uh, chiming away there for your bet, if you'd like us to do Beauty and the Beast or the Belko Experiment for the box office bet, start chiming away in the chat room for that. Mm-hmm. Alvin, since you're in there this evening, I'm, I'm looking to you, if you can, to uh, keep a track on those numbers. Uh, but before we get into our top five in the box office bet, we always like to do a little uh, box office rewind on somebody that's going to be starring in one of the upcoming films. And I decided to go with uh, Kevin Klein. Let's go a little deep cut with him. Uh, so many of the other people that are in Beauty and the Beast, like if you went with Emma Watson, there's be no doubt what her top five films are going to be. So I was going to try to find something that has a little variety in it. Mm-hmm. And uh, so coming at number five for Kevin Klein, we've got In and Out, back from Paramount Pictures in 97. Uh, $15 million. That wasn't a bad movie.
2: I didn't see that That's one. That's where he's the teacher. The, wasn't the one where it's like getting married, but then like... Not- no, okay, no, I haven't seen it. I know the cover. The cover is him like, yay, yeah. yeah. Uh, what's the one when he's with um, Meg Ryan and it's wine, wine stuff in France?
1: Oh, I can't remember that. Oh, one.
2: okay. I remember. No, it's cute. It's All right.
1: cute. Uh, coming to number four uh, Last Vegas from CBS hmm. back in 2013 with $16.3 million. He and, what, Michael Douglas and a couple other people. It's like, like old guys go to Vegas and have one last yeah. hurrah kind of deal. Uh, number uh, number three, No Strings Attached. Uh, Ashton mm. Kutcher, Natalie Portman for that one, right? Uh, Paramount. I
2: did see that. Yeah, 2011,
1: $19.6 million.
2: Yeah.
1: Uh, the Pink Panther came in at number two for him uh, from Sony back in 2006. Hmm. Uh, $20.2 million.
2: And not listed because it's a voice, but Hunchback and Notre Dame. That's right. That's one of my favorite Disney ones. That's It's like an really? op- operatic one that most people are like, yeah, that one. Interesting. You know, I loved it. Oh, my gosh. I had a shirt. From it, and then they had the lot. Li- they had a live action Hunchback Notre Dame show at Disneyland, guys. Oh my gosh, it was amazing! Absolutely <laughs> loved it. And they had like a barbecue area, which is now where they're building the Star Wars land. Uh, but oh yeah, no, I was super into it. and it's. It's very different musically for people because it's, like I said, very operatic in terms of overly dramatic kind of songs compared to like light and more fun that most other Disney movies have. Hmm. Oh. Uh, Not that all Disney movies have all light, fun songs, but, like, some of their songs are just heavy and darker.
1: We've got, what the Bells of Notre Dame, the Bells of... And
2: and then you also have just, like, creepier, real-worldy way of, like, the um, Frollo, who is essentially wants to, like, take and rape Esmeralda of, like, well, if I can't have her, I'm gonna, like, take her by force, and, like, I'm gonna kill her, and... That song he has, the like Hellfire song, and you're just like, what is going
1: on? <laughs>
2: <laughs> so that one's really dark and scary. But um, and,
1: uh, I guess you know, I was, I, it'd be worth a. I don't. Know, it hasn't been released uh, on DVD or at least like on iTunes or anything for a while. So.
2: Phoebus. Yeah, I have a Phoebus and Esmeralda Barbie doll still. <laughs> love it. Nice love it. on my shelf. Next <laughs> to my Spider-Man nine nine doll too. Oh,
1: all right. Nice choice. <laughs> all right. So
2: I have a random assortment, people.
1: That's very cool. I always like that I, Spider-Man nine nine oh, costume. I love yes. Mm-hmm. With the the cool little like like almost like a web shawl mm-hmm. <laughs> around him.
2: Glide. Oh, yeah.
1: yes. Uh number 1 for Kevin Klein. Uh man, if you just think of like oh, I maybe mean, you think of like things like Silverado or um I uh, like, oh, okay, where did that go? But again, as, as Carrie likes to remind you, it's not the best films of Kevin Kline's career. It's the one that just did best at the box office.
2: I was going to say, but I really like that one, though.
1: Uh, Silverado? No. Or no, the first one? Yep. Wild <laughs> Wild, Wild West?
2: <laughs> love it. It's so fun.
1: $27.6 million. It's
2: kind of like steampunk before they really had steampunk as a mass pop culture thing. <sighs> and... I saw that with my brother in Colorado, and I totally remember seeing it at that theater, is at Tinseltown Theater, and thought it was so cool, and just a fun, wild ride. It's uh,
1: it's a shame, because the, the I don't concept- know the
2: show, though, so there is that of, like, I didn't have any preconceived notions of what it's supposed to be like whatsoever.
1: No, I I thought I would always watch a show on repeats and stuff, mm-hmm. and I thought the show was fun, and the great opening sequence for that, and the concept of the show is really cool. I just... Man, it just did not click for this film. Mm. It was just a, kind of a misfire on this. I but I, I liked I liked Kevin Klein in there. Yeah, I, you know, liked him better than Will Smith in the in the film.
2: Well, they're fun together though too. Mm, yeah, okay.
1: but I mean, eh, I don't know.
2: I'm pretty sure I own it on DVD.
1: I think uh, actually I was cleaning up my office and I saw that I still have a Happy Meal toy of Kevin Klein's character from Wild West, where nice. he's on his, where he's on his unicycle so, I still have that for some reason. I got that so
0: I have uh, will Smith sunglasses from a Burger King happy meal for when the movie was in uh <laughs> was doing its uh advertising before uh, it came out. Uh, I, nice. I think I still have it like in my parents' basement or something like that
1: oh uh, uh <sighs> please have that scent and just wear those still now
2: i've I forget what all i have but i have a collection of figures and mcdonald's things like in a box like mcdonald's and other figures like i have biker mice from mars a little action figure and kudos if you guys remember that show <laughs> it even has little antennas come out and you can touch them and make them go back in and stuff and wow i have all kinds of random <laughs> ones i kept I'm like no, no i'm glad i have it because it's like everybody's like what the heck are you talking about yeah,
1: uh please tell me you just take them out of the bikes and at least line them up and you have like a shelf well
2: something. i had a shelf in my room growing up i had a shelf built in i was like i have figures i need to put them somewhere and yeah. so we painted and built shelves over uh a uh new year's watching time to, uh, there we go twilight zone marathon so i would go out paint go watch twilight zone and went back in the very specific memories of that and now nice. they're in a box because i need to get a display case i want like the glass ones, so Ooh. i can like put them all out and everything
1: oh that'd be cool that'd be very cool uh so uh ladies and gentlemen oh,
2: nice hugh said i used to have the taco bell star trek cups uh i still have the star wars uh from a cereal box lightsaber spoon
1: what? That sounds awesome.
2: Mhm. And then I don't know. Is the,
1: is the handle I, a lightsaber? The
2: handle is a lightsaber, and then the spoon is like the the
1: lightsaber. color of the yeah. the color of the whatever the blade. The... Uh,
2: I think it's clear, and the idea is you touch the button, it lights up. I don't think it still lights up, but I still have that.
1: Do you, have you used it?
2: Uh, I don't think I've used. It. I put I, in moving. I made sure. I'm like, no, I still got that. We're gonna put it aside. Yeah.
1: I would use it every day for breakfast. <laughs> I would be like, yep, I'm having cereal all the time now. <laughs> uh why not even the Mm -hmm. lightsaber spoon uh so again of course we've got the box office back coming up we've got the two films beauty and the beast and the belco experiment
2: sorry totally random this is why we love you guys in the chat thank you so much uh tanya says kevin uh uh kevin and Meg ryan it was french kiss thank you that was it's cute it's one of those like it was just a cute rom-com like i don't remember being amazing but i don't remember it It was just like cute they, they have
1: like a fish called wanda
2: I feel that when I di- I wasn't quite old enough when I when I saw it, so I didn't quite get it. See, there's certain movies that if you see at certain times in your life too, it, it associates. See, that's the other th- problem, my other problem with Logan of just other stuff in life that I'm just like. <sighs> Patrick Stewart also kind of like makes me think of like my dad and uh, like watching old people. I'm just like makes me nervous. Yeah. <laughs> um. Though He's there's also a a d- psychic, right? no, no. Uh, but there's an adorable uh, video of Patrick Stewart online with like a. a what is it, a uh, pitbull that he's rescuing right yeah, now? Yeah, he's fostering
1: pit bull. Oh and, my gosh,
2: it's so cute in the pool. <laughs> if you guys have seen it, it's super cute.
1: He, he's been doing a series of them. Yeah. Uh, and it's great. If you ever want to just see Patrick Stewart and a pit bull, just, uh, it is charming. It's it is adorable. very charming. So Anyway. Uh, so yeah, start chiming in there. Before we do the box office bet, we're going to do our top five. And uh, Neil, Kerry, and myself will let you know mm-hmm. what we think our top five box office look will look like mm. next week. Uh, so of course we've got Beauty and the Beast, The Belko Experiment, Will any of those, or both of those, knock off Kong, Skull Island, Logan, Get Out, The Shack, and the Lego Batman movie?
2: Ah, Starter, I still have the Raisin Brand 3D Batman and Robin item. Nice.
1: Mm. Oh, nice.
2: Yeah, I have, I'm trying to think of other, I don't think I have cup things as much anymore. I used to have, do you guys remember Burger King doing the Disney plastic cups with, like, the movie image on those? My parents had those forever, but eventually, like, the image just started
1: fading away but I had those forever because I know that you used to have a nice big glass uh, glasses for like Star Trek or Star Wars things like that Mm mm-hmm was
2: really nice and uh, the voting's still going on. So I was going to say, though, guys, not preemptively, it looks like it's going towards Beauty and the Beast. And I wore my Beauty and the Beast t-shirt today Oh,
1: Shameless plug. You know. <laughs> uh, all right. Um, you know, I guess you know, I, I always ask everybody else to go first. I will go first this week. To all right. A I moments. know you like
2: shove it on everybody else.
1: Yes. Uh, I'm going to say, of course, I think, you know, Beauty and the Beast is probably not even going to make the top five, guys. Let's be honest. No.
2: Never.
1: <laughs> uh, we'll go Beauty and the Beast number one. Uh, I'm going to go... I think it's Kongskill Island, Logan, Get Out... I'm going to say The Shack. Uh, and just because just the... I think it's going to be a, a fun movie to watch, I think. But The Belko Experiment, it's in so few theaters. I... I think it'll... If it comes in, it'll come in at number five. Yeah. All right. So I'm pretty much just knocking everything down, putting... Beauty and the Beast, number one, and uh, the Belko Experimenter, number five.
2: And then did you bump out the shack?
1: No, the shack uh, The shack will stay where it is. Oh, yeah. So, wait.
2: Beauty and the Beast, Kong.
1: Oh, le- wait. Oh, my gosh. Then I am bumping. Bu- yeah, I was going to yep. say, I'm like, whoa, whoa. Up oh, Then I, I guess the Belko Experiment is not even going to make it then. Oh, man. So, just
2: keep everything but bump them down with Beauty and the Beast, number one.
1: Yeah. Ooh. Yeah, I think. Let's see. 28, if it's going to drop. Yeah, I don't think the shack is yeah, I think I don't think the Belco experiment will make the top five. I don't I don't think so. Not with only twelve hundred screens.
0: Hmm.
2: Neil, do you have your thoughts ready?
0: Yeah, I think uh pretty much the same. Uh Beauty Kong Logan Get Out and then um and then I think I'll put Belco at five. Hmm, all right.
2: You know what? I'm gonna have to agree with you just to um keep things different, so Beauty Kong Logan Get Out and Belko. Okay. Just because the Shack and Lego have already been out enough for a while, so then even though it's not in that many screens, people are gonna be like, "Oh, something new." And it's listed as horror, so that definitely draws people. Yeah. It does.
0: Yeah, Uh, I kind of see Belko making around nine to ten million this weekend, mm -hmm. which would, uh, which I don't think the Shack can make in that weekend at the same time yeah no that's
2: true um, Hugh uh, he agrees with you Frank he says not enough screens uh, Stardrew says Beauty and the Beast Kong Logan Belko then Lego wow Belko at number four alright oh, interesting right.
1: mm-hmm. Um, alright so it feels like are you saying the betting is leaning towards uh, Beauty and the Beast absolutely look at that <laughs> uh, alright so real quick just a, a quick discussion about Beauty and the Beast yes I am not jazzed about this film because I just feel like the animated movie is so great. Do I need to see this retold in live action? Is Mm -hmm. this going to give me anything that I'm missing from the first film?
2: Did you see the Cinderella live action? I did not. Now, see, I would counter your argument with only I'm curious if they'll do it like they did Cinderella or how Cinderella was done because at first I, too, was like, why would I watch live action Cinderella? I've seen Cinderella already. It's a very, like, okay we get the story but the way they did that movie is they told a little bit differently they gave her backstory more so they told you more about her parents which i was like oh cool we didn't know anything about that they actually even almost did an angle where you almost felt bad for the stepmother like gave her a reason instead of, like why she was being the way she was so i really appreciated that and it was more about the process of her and the prince actually falling in love, not necessarily like, oh, I've just met you. Let's get married. And so there were little things, or even just the, they point out that the slippers magically adjusted to not fit people kind of idea. Like, they don't they don't show it happen, but they kind of, like, the narrator is like, yeah. And I'm like, that totally makes sense, because why, eventually you would think it would fit somebody. So, I liked how they did that, so I'm really curious if Beauty and the Beast, this version of it, will have some newer like explore some things that maybe we hadn't thought about from the first movie to add to it. Mm. Instead of just being a carbon copy but with
0: live people.
1: Right. Neil, are you are you jazzed for this? Will you be out camping out starting tonight to make sure you're first in line?
0: <laughs> <laughs> camping out, no. <laughs> um, but I am I am excited to see the movie. I think it'll uh I think it'll be good. Mm-hmm. I think it'll do pretty well. Yeah. Um it looks like uh, it looks like a powerhouse.
1: Will you be singing along
0: in the theater? Oh yeah, one hundred percent, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> I'd be wasting my money if I didn't do that.
2: Oh Serenity so said didn't like Cinderella at all. Glad I saw it at home so I can fast forward through most of it. Come on, you missed some good stuff. Uh, Maleficent was great. Only the one so far. Live action fairy tales. Like I did like Maleficent as well. That was another one where take something we already know and change it. But that see that's not really a like a story we already know. It's more like take a character we know and give it. Uh, fluff, uh, flush out that character because we don't know anything. So, uh, but... Um, uh, oh, actually. Ad- Adelia, am I the only one who doesn't hold the animated Beauty and the Beast in high re- that high regard? It's a great movie, but I'll have more emotional resistance when I see the remakes of The Lion King or Aladdin. Um, and she says, it's a great movie, just fourth on my list. As in fourth Disney? Mm. Um, yes, them doing the live-action Aladdin. I was like, oh, Okay sure i mean that one also is like a little there's certain disney movies you go okay you could literally see how they could do that because there's not too much fantastical stuff that you need too many practical effects aladdin you're like okay but i'm like mm, i'm always skeptic any skeptical anytime you want to like remake something I'm like mm, you know yeah
1: it's uh yeah i feel like uh kevin klein is as maurice like he's he well maybe he's got more to do in the film but i feel like boy he's got i mean i guess it's kevin klein so you're gonna give him his own character poster but i feel like he's such a small little part of the at least the animated film
2: uh yeah he's a very small character i'm i'm looking forward to it i'm curious it was one of my favorite disney uh princess movies growing up uh fun question for you guys a friend of mine posted this on facebook i'm like it is a fun like wait hold on wait okay so leave comment down below because it'll probably take too, too long for you guys to think of it live chat name disney movies where both parents survive and are alive all the way to the end Mm. there's not a lot (laughs) because it was a fun discussion any disney movie where both parents two parents are alive the entire movie
1: so leave comments down
2: below (laughs) you know right (laughs) um so yeah Mm. uh and then actually online too i retweeted it um uh, screen Junkies did a thing of uh, Disney Princess Showdown. One of the other hosts here, Leo, uh, he does the Disney movie news. He did a thing where it was a matchup of the top 12 or 13 Disney princesses and they kind of ranked them. Hmm. Per whatever the evidence they said and their arguments and what the criteria was to judge the princess, I kind of agreed with their list. So, oh, interesting. You guys should go watch that. I tweeted it and or um, go follow Leo online. Oh, sounds good. Uh Oh, so some people are talking in the chat. Uh, They said, oh, Oliver and Company? Yeah, Moana, technically both her parents are alive the whole movie, too. But um, uh, let's let you guys think about it. Leave comments down below. So it's going to be one of those you're going to have to think about it for a while. <laughs> I had to keep going, oh, yeah, oh, yeah. And I'm not going to tell you because that's going to cheat. Oh, yes. a little bit. oh yeah, yeah.
1: Anyway. Uh, all right, so we've got our box office bet, and of course, folks, as always, we'd like to bet on uh, the mm-hmm. film that you in the in uh, the chat room decide uh, when we have more than just one new film coming out in a weekend. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you've chosen Beauty and the Beast, and we'll do our our mm-hmm. best to prognosticate. Uh, and figure out what the box office total for opening weekend will be. The one that's closest to it will get to brag about their awesome prognostication skills. The one that's farthest away will have to go see the film and tell us all about it.
2: When you th- How much it made, the original anime movie in 1991, I'm like, oh, that seems so small compared yes. to what things are now.
0: No, and, and it's going to be but very cool very I think cru-
2: it was bigger then, though.
0: Actually, I just did a, a quick adjustment Ooh, for nice. inflation Yay. on that number. Because, uh, yeah, listed here on Frank's rundown, it said that in 1991, um, Beauty and the Beast made $9.2 million opening weekend. Turns out that that has the same buying power as $16.4 million, uh today.
2: Okay, for an anime movie, $16, 16 million, That's not horrible. Yeah um
1: well, well 16 yeah but i mean well ooh, i guess
2: star drew says 155 oh come on that
1: jeez louise
2: i mean i'm probably gonna aim high but that's a bit much
1: all right don't let it wait um, let's not read any numbers we don't want to sway our choices yet
2: uh people are asking the challenge uh brave does count because um disney pixar okay it's all right you can do both all right in our question so, there
1: uh, ladies and gentlemen, Neil, Carrie, and myself will place our bets. For what we think? Ooh,
2: Lionel says one sixty-five. You guys are aiming So I'm like, oh, maybe oh, I won't. Mm. Oh man. Um, um, Sky Patterson says one fifty-five. Okay, so we got. Let's think about this, guys. This is a, this is March too, so not as like biggest summer, but still. And, I mean,
1: and was what uh, Logan had the the record for the yeah. biggest March opening?
2: And sorry, rated R
1: yes I wanted so. to
2: clarify so sorry about that because someone largest you guys R corrected rated. me on the chat which thank you so much it was a radio program I heard very quickly and I didn't check it um, but yeah 85 was the largest R so that's a little bit of a scale so it's not going to be necessarily like but I don't know 100 might not be so horrible
1: Yeah, I mean so far the early things I've heard uh, is that it's, it's oh funny. Jungle
2: Book made 133 but yeah when did Jungle Book what time of year did it come out that makes February, a difference March Oh, okay. Yeah,
1: it was a year ago. Uh,
2: all right. Uh, uh, Media Shock says 143. Sky changed changes mind. 135.
1: Well, I mean, I think if you look at Jungle Book, I mean, and, and compared to Beauty and the Beast, I think Beauty and the Beast probably has... Bigger audience. Yeah, than Jungle Book.
2: Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, Serenity says experts say 160, and that's what I'm sticking with. All okay.
1: Right. All right, enough of their thoughts. Let's pick ours.
2: But there your guys' yes. is not helping for me because I'm like, oh, no, mm. don't uh, you got
1: to be your own person, Carrie Lane, in this moment. Oh,
2: wait, I gotta. Uh, I'm just gonna tell you because.
1: Oh. No, well, Guess. you show me yes. and I'll
2: say it because I'm like I have the I have our notes here and the yes. chat going. So. Uh. All right. Uh, oh, Adelia said Jungle Book open to uh 103 in April. So.
1: All right. Okay. Uh, Neil, are you good to go, uh-huh. sir?
0: I am good to go.
1: I don't know why I picked this number.
0: Wait, <laughs> why? why, why <laughs> I
1: just, I, this is so stupid. Uh, okay. Um, all right, ladies and gentlemen, uh, I will, since Carrie's in the room with me right here, I will go, I, I'm i <gasps> going 135.
2: Jinxies. No, for reals. I said 135. I'm not lying. Mm-hmm. Sure. <laughs> I did. I, I was right. like, 135.
1: Nice. We okay. tied. All right, guys. All right, Neil, no how for about yourself? No lying.
2: One
0: thirty six. Uh-huh. No, are you
2: serious? Oh! <laughs> uh Q tells me that I should go take it to the bank with one sixty.
1: Oh, mm. take it to the bank, man. Uh, I'll be curious. This will be this will be a fun one to watch. Yeah. Uh, to see how. Well, how well um, it does. people
2: are pointing out that pre sales have already been great. So true. True. I mean, it opens next week, so if they already know pre sales are good now. It's a good point.
1: Yeah. Uh, it's a tale Ooh, as old as time, everybody. We I know how that goes.
2: Oh, uh, and remember who got sixty? Oh, Star Drew said, "Remember who got sixty-three in Kong last week?" All right.
1: No. Uh, yeah. All
2: right, one thirty-five, one thirty-five, uh, and uh-oh.
1: looks hmm, like Carrie and we'll I see. could be seeing a film.
2: <laughs> oh <laughs> no! Oh, oh yeah, because you're like, Meh. so get, next week, guys, will you be our guest as we talk? ah yes. <laughs> talk about who won? That's right.
1: Look at that. Uh, come
2: l- on that one's
1: so easy I'm was Like, nice. <laughs> set that one <laughs> ladies and gentlemen that Ooh. is going to do it for this episode of Box Office Breakdown mm-hmm. uh, but you know what the fun doesn't stop here uh, because you can like us on Facebook mm-hmm. you can follow us all on social media here uh, you can uh, give us five stars on iTunes uh, subscribe to the YouTube channel thanks everybody for hopping in the chat uh, Neil if people would like to follow you and your musings Neil where can they find you?
0: Uh, they can find me on Twitter at @theneoplumley. That's T-H-E-N-E-I-L-P-L-U-M-L-E-Y.
1: Mm, nice. Carrie?
2: Yes, yeah, so you guys can continue the conversation with me and other fun stuff that I talk about on Twitter at DeLaney. That's K-A-R-I-D-L-A-N-E. As well as Instagram, because I post more photos on there, but, you know, it's fun.
1: That's right. Uh, you you <laughs> can see some of uh, Carrie's early sketch drawings of Spider-Girl.
2: Yeah. Well, yeah. It's, it's. I would just say it's more femme Spider-Man, because I'm like, I didn't Because there are spider girls that are very different, so it's more just Spider-Man if it was a woman. Which, um, I've done Superman, but like femme Superman, so it's essentially the Superman outfit, but if you made it for a woman.
1: Oh, look at that. So gender
2: bending it, pretty much.
1: Nice. Uh, And you can follow me on Twitter and Instagram over at HappyGoJackie. Thanks everybody Mm -hmm. for uh, joining us. We'll see you back here next Sunday night for another hot episode of Box Office Breakdown. Don't go see Beauty and the Beast, guys. (laughs) Don't go see it. Don't go see it. (laughs) <laughs> Go, do it. Do Don't it. you do it. Don't you do it. Come on. Don't. Don't. Save me.
2: Take Please. a guest No. <laughs>
1: oh. Try the gray stuff. It's delicious. <laughs> <laughs>